Hi FM 101.9 megahertz of life. So I'm going to start off with our first guest, Belinda Wagner. As I said, she's the founder of Living with Cancer. As a cancer warrior, she is a life coach, a facilitator, a lecturer, and a marketing consultant. Belinda, welcome. Thank you so much for joining us. Hi, Nikki. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, we're so delighted to have you on the show because you're going to be sharing information about this incredible website that a lot of our listeners, um, some have been diagnosed with cancer, some are already, you know, through the journey, some know of people who are going through the journey, and this is going to be incredibly helpful, Belinda. But let's just go back in time. Let's go back to 2016 when you were diagnosed with this very rare cancer, angiosarcoma, and you tried to look for information about it. You tried to look for support groups, people who had the same kind of cancer, and you just came across a brick wall, really, nothing really there. Um, And I suppose when you have that, you want to connect, you want to find out um, from other people what their journey has been like. Just give us an idea, Belinda, how, how did this change everything for you in 2016 when you looked for info, it wasn't there, and you had to now create this journey for yourself? So, so Nikki, initially, um, I think most, most individuals, when you go through a process like this, you, you first start off thinking, Oh my word, what am I going to do? How am I going to change? You know, how's this going to change my life? Um, cancer is typically seen as a death sentence and you, you, you basically go into a, a panic mode. Yeah. I think, I think what happened with me is that realizing that it was so rare and that there was, and not for anyone's, you know, anyone faults of the medical fraternity in South Africa, but nearly just because it's so rare, there wasn't much information around. So I almost made it my mission to go and find the information. But I think it is really scary. And, um, you know, there's, there's absolutely no doubt that you do go to a space of concern and worry and, you know, how will I pull through? Um, I think what I decided to do is I literally decided that I'm going to make it my mission to do something about it. And, and, and look for information. And I think, um, I was very, very fortunate that there were at, at the time things like Facebook, social media sites that I could go onto and, and, and look for information. So I think that that was really helpful for me at the time. Um, and we do, we actually live in a, and I think COVID has taught us that we live in a very small world where we are able to reach out to different people across the, the globe and find that information. Well, Belinda, you doing the research and finding out the information actually led you overseas to incredible doctors and treatment. Maybe you can just share that with our listeners as well, because, you know, some people say be very careful when you're researching because Google can be a very, very scary place. But for you, it led you in the right direction. How how do you navigate the difference between that? And maybe you can tell us a little bit more about about that experience. Sure. So I'll share, I'll share with you how I went about it. So the first thing I did was obviously after consulting my local doctors, um, I, I then thought, let me go and find, you know, as much information that I can. And I went onto Facebook and I found a support group. And from the support group, I asked questions. And that, I think that was a massive shift for me is just being able to speak to other individuals who were in the same space that were diagnosed with the same disease as I was outside of South Africa and mm-hmm. forming a bond with them and, and, and reaching out to them. And they then connected me 
to the various doctors and made recommendations. And I think that that made a massive difference. Trusting individuals that have been through the journey, I think, was the big step for me. And then I, I um I did thorough research. I spoke to as many doctors, as many specialists, as many surgeons as I could. Um, and then, you know, did the obvious thing of, well, let me try and understand. I played open cards with my local doctors. I think that was important. Um, and then, and then literally not being afraid to pick up the phone and speaking to the international. I, I spoke to a, a specialist in, in Boston, in London. I really spread as far as I could to find the information and I wasn't afraid to ask the questions, but I also partnered with as many people that I could um, on the journey to, so that um, I don't understand the medical space as obviously uh, an oncologist does. So I would ask questions. I would ask lots of questions. And I think the biggest lesson for me was owning my own disease. Um, I think that's what, if I would, if anyone that gets diagnosed with any disease of any sort, own it. Get all the information that you can, keep your documentation, and don't be afraid to ask. But also, I think Dr. Google can be scary. I did use medical journals mostly um, and not just random statistical information that was out there. I did double check as much as I could. Yeah, I think it's very important, the medical journals. So, Belinda, I, 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 I think it's so important because what I'm hearing you say is this is a very rare cancer. There are obviously doctors here who could help, oncologists, but you decided to, you know, expand, go beyond the borders of South Africa, connect with people on Facebook, so you're looking at actual groups, and then not being afraid to make the phone calls. And when you and I chatted, you said that you actually, it was amazing because you would call and you got to speak to these specialists. They took your call. They were happy to speak to you and they were happy to help you, which says a lot because I think that we can be very intimidated when it comes to working with doctors. We can be intimidated to ask for a second opinion, to say we are going beyond. It's not that we don't trust your opinion, but we would like a second, third, or maybe even fourth opinion. Um, was this, was this, and I think it's really important, Belinda, was this something that you, you, you know, you were very open about in the beginning or was it this kind of confidence grew or is just this who you are? I, I think it's probably Probably who I am, um, and that's probably why I became an advocate for for cancer because I, I'm not afraid to ask questions. And I think when you're in a life or death situation, because my at the time my diagnosis was, you know, I'd be lucky if I made five years. And five years, by the way, is the second of December this year, and I'm very far away from from kicking the bucket. So amazing. Um, I, I really think it's about um, not being afraid to ask questions. I have the cellular numbers of the specialist in Boston. I, you know, the, my oncologist that I deal with in, in, in London, we speak over WhatsApp often. So I think for me, I'm not, I'm really not afraid to ask the questions and I don't think anyone should because there are people. And I think what was amazing for me is that they were so open to sharing with me and also we're, we're happy to help the South African team. Um, so that just that the, the openness and the sharing was great. Fantastic. Belinda, please stay with us. We're going to take a break and we're going to continue with our chat in just a moment. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. 
Welcome back to the DL Link Show, where we connect you through insights, information, and illumination. Talking about adversity and uh, these challenges that we face, the losses that we face, and we all really feel it, certainly with COVID, and we talk a lot about it on this show, the DL Link Show. And as I said, we always have such inspiring people who overcome adversity in the most extraordinary way. And our guest, who I'm speaking to at the moment, Belinda Wagner, is the founder of Living with Cancer. Um, she was diagnosed in 2016 with a very rare cancer. She was told she has five years and Belinda did what she said. She owned her disease and she went beyond the borders of South Africa. She connected with specialists all over the world and she mapped her treatment hand in hand with these specialists and with her team in South Africa. And as she said, here she is on the 2nd of December. It's five years and she's so healthy and she's vibrant and she's amazing. And we're going to be talking about the impact that she's making here in South Africa. But, you know, I I must say that I love Stoic philosophy. Um, And I just wanted to read something to you written by Epictetus. um, And he said that every difficulty in life presents us with an opportunity to turn inward and to invoke our own submerged inner resources. The trials we endure can and should introduce us to our strengths. Dig deeply. You possess strengths. You might not realize you have. Find the right one. Use it. And that's exactly what Belinda has done. So Belinda, you thought there's nowhere to go. There's, I mean, besides the Facebook group and what you created, you, you wanted a, a patient led registry here in South Africa and you started living with cancer as well. Let, let, tell us how this all started. How, how did you get around to doing it? So I think again, the, I started off with the, with living with cancer support group and, and it literally was that is how do you go about living with cancer? It's a lonely place. And, um, I felt quite, you know, anxious at the time, but I also felt when I was looking for information and support, I felt that, you know, how do I, how do I do something where I can make good of what's happened to me? So the support group started, um, it still runs today strong um over whatsapp and on the odd occasion you know when we can um especially with covid we do try and meet we probably have our regular um once a month meetings and thank goodness for our virtual world we can now incorporate anyone through the different stages of their of their treatment and so on and then from that um i realized looking for information around angiosarcoma i realized the the, the patient or sorry the cancer registry in South Africa is quite tricky to to keep updated so I thought what could I do to support this process and um, I then also through my journey realized that you know if you if you want stuff done try and utilize what you have and the knowledge that you have Um, and I started this patient-led cancer registry which was launched um, on the 4th of February this year I'm working with um, the National Cancer Registry for South Africa, Dr. Singh. I have tried to partner with the likes of Microsoft, um, Ultron Carabina, um, literally anyone that's prepared to help me. I've had conversations with the, you know, the medical fraternity, Discovery of the Worlds, anyone that's prepared to help. And basically what it is, is we as patients can support this process. Um, The the government, the medical fraternity all need information around cancer. We need to record it 
So my drive at the moment is to get as many people to register onto this cancer registry, anyone that's been diagnosed with cancer, to literally go onto livingwithcancersa.co.za, register. Your information is then um, stored, and we then can have um, or support the process of, of, you know, informing the rest of the medical fraternity and the government on what is actually happening with cancer, which cancers are more frequent in South Africa, um, how far this, what stages you're in, et cetera, so that the right funding, the right support, the right protocol can be followed so that we can, you know, really raise awareness in the space. Because the more information we have, you know, obviously the more can be done with it. Incredible, Belinda. Wow. And I know you are aiming to reach a million people um, to sign up um, to the registry. Um, and you said you only started it when? In February this year? That's correct. In February this year. Yes, a million is a massive target. But <laughs> I, do, I do think that, you know, the more awareness I get out there, the more support um, I do think we, we we can drive it. And I think more than anything, we as cancer warriors, and I love the word warrior poster survivor, we as cancer warriors can can really contribute to this process so that, um, you know, the right funding can be utilized um, in the correct way. Mm. Uh, that's the really the problem, and especially in South Africa, is that there is so, you know, when it comes to numbers, it, 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 there's, there's so many gray areas, especially because so many people die of cancer, especially in the rural areas, and it's not recorded as as a, a cancer death, and it's, um, you know, it's it's very unfortunate, as you say, in terms of research. So how are you going to take this first patient-led registry and how are you going to get all South Africans, how all South Africa is going to have access to this? So this at the moment is I see your website and we're going to discuss it, which is amazing. I'm not sure if you you've, you say you've got Microsoft on board. I'm not sure if you're looking at an app, but are you going to have um, feet on the ground actually going into areas and asking questions and filling in forms? Is that a dream in the future or is it something you're doing, Belinda? Is it one step at a time? So it, it really is one step at a time, and I, it's a massive, massive um, task. I am working with as many, many organizations that I can that can help me create awareness. Um, we are looking at um, the best possible route to to reach all these individuals. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm speaking to the oncology uh, fraternity. I'm trying to speak to anyone that will, you know, be prepared to support this process. I don't. Ha- I definitely don't have all the answers. Um, where I can, I'm partnering with um, anyone in the so the Cancer Alliance team. They they supporting me. Um, the cancer, um, the whole community. We I'm speaking to them to try and get you know the the just anyone that will help me just get. Yeah. Get the support. I'm trying to do that. So no, I don't have all the answers. Um, we we do have a couple of plans in place so that we can, you know, just get posters out, scan the QR code so that you can go onto the website. We also have to um, get to the rural areas, and I know that's a that's a big task. So at this stage, you literally log onto the website and you complete the very simple form. So we are, we are looking at, at ways of how we reach them, but um, I'm at this, anyone that can help me, I'm yeah. open to ideas and anyone that can support me, I'm happy to, you know, to listen to any way that I possibly can get some help. So don't have all the answers. And I think it's a big task, but yes, yeah, I'm, I'm well, definitely not going to stop. 
<laughs> you're, you're walking it, which is, it, which is fantastic. And you know, you never know. There could be someone listening right now who has an incredible idea or who can help you in some way. And we, we have amazing people from all walks of life who listen to the show, Belinda. Um, I do speaking of walking. I want to just go through the website because we have lots of cancer warriors who listen. And I think that they should all register. Um, it's like COVID, you know, you're doing a lot of stuff for others. It's not necessarily for yourself. And this living with cancer, you're going to get a lot of benefit from it because of course of the support group, but the information that you give um, and signing up is going to be helping others. So um, when you go to the website, there's the count me in and um, you can actually join. There's a membership and it's obviously it's free of charge. Um, and then you put your details in and you, you say Belinda and, and they're the meetings that you say now, now what kind of information are you wanting from people? Are you wanting a, a once off um, sign in saying, this is what happened. This is the treatment I went on or people who are going through it. And then they actually almost journaling their journey. How, how does it work when you fill in the application? So, so once off would be first prize. Um, and then to continue adding to your journey, you know, we, we also track emotions, um, and those sort of things. But at this stage, it really is just who you are, what, you know, what type of cancer you've got, where, you, what stage you're in, and then to, to upload your pathology report so that we, we can record it and it, and it can be useful to, um, you know, the, the medical fraternity so they can just verify it. So that's, that's basic information at this stage um and this is all confidential so all all that will be be recorded is the type of cancer um you know your age your sex uh, just basic information and then um what we have added is you can track your emotional journey and how you're feeling through the process so you can utilize it as you like the aim is eventually to almost have an electronic bank of your medical um, information as well as your cancer journey. But at this stage, if I could just get everyone to register with basic information, that's that's really what the, the National Cancer Registry needs at this stage. And um, thanks, Belinda. And as far as the support group goes, so for those who want to join the support group, is it part of this? So do they fill in all their details and automatically they join the support group? You say that you meet um, monthly, you said, and you said that it's on Zoom. How, how can people get involved with that? So, so two ways. On the website, there is a link to join the support group. So you can just send a request and then we'll add you to the WhatsApp group. I always do a, a little bit of a vetting just to check that, you know, I'm speaking to, to someone who's in the space and I explain the process of, of what the, the, the WhatsApp group is all about and the support group. And then we run monthly support groups, which are over Zoom. Um, we haven't as yet since COVID had a face to face meeting, but this is something when, when we can, I'd like to start, um, you know, Doing again is, but at this stage, I know it's a bit tricky. Also, understanding that technology has allowed people that are going through treatment that maybe aren't able to get out of bed, but can have a conversation or click onto Zoom. I think that's been really helpful, but it is a, a just a discussion and it's quite, um, you know, it's, we're very, very gentle in our approach and anyone that wants information where we can also support. So, People that often contact us, um, you know, needing support from a financial perspective where I can assist, we do, or just how do you go about this, Belinda? You know, I need a second opinion. What do you need? You know, how, what do I need to do? 
how do I go and do that, etc. Um, so it's multiple support wherever I, wherever I can. You know, we, we, I have a team that helped me through this process and where we can give you information we do um, and support in any way we do. That's wonderful, Belinda. So that's livingwithcancersa.co.za, livingwithcancersa.co.za. Well, I started off talking about adversity and, and digging deep and you're so inspiring, Belinda. Very, very quickly, we've just really got a minute to go. Um, for our listeners, you've said that you're so much better, but your health is good. My health is good. Um, I am really strong. I am one of those, uh, according to the oncologist, an anomaly. He doesn't know what's going to happen next, but I know that I'm going to live to a ripe old age. So yeah, looking good, looking forward to all of that and, and really happy with the progress that I've made. Oh, well, please God and thank God. Um, Belinda, thank you so much. Wonderful having you on the show. And really, thank you so much for leading the way. And please God, you get to reach your million very soon and start to change research around cancer here in South Africa. Take care, Belinda. Thanks again. Thank you, Nikki. Thanks for having me on the show. Thank you. And bye-bye.